Is there confidence in the grain markets? Let's find out. Dewey Nelson on the Rural Radio Network, and we're joined by Mike Zuzalo of Global Commodity Analytics. You know, you get these forecasts of hot and dry, and yet I see Kansas City wheat is starting to go uh, into the red. Yeah, you know, if you're if you can't do any better than steady to down one after a forty cent break when the forecasts change to a hotter, drier bias, uh, and you've got the U.S. dollar at its lowest level since September of last year, and you've got another crop reduction over in the European wheat crop to the point where it's only about going to be about three million tons bigger than last year. I think you've got a situation, Dewey, that there's a lack of confidence in this market, and that the weather really isn't as much a player as some maybe thought it was. I think it's more of a situation where the USDA uh, put, put it out there to the trade, said your grain pile is not shrinking. It is coming up, not down at this point. So if we can't do any better than this, I think the highs for the day are probably in for the corn and beans, regardless of the noontime maps. Well, we are still trading on a higher uh, trade, at least for corn and soybeans, and soybeans being helped out by a big sale. They are. We had a nice 1718 sale to China. This uh, 1.3 million metric ton sale comes on the heels of their big contractual signature that they put on their paperwork yesterday. And you've got a situation where you had a big issue with the BR-163 highway literally shutting down the northern ports of Brazil for the past couple weeks. Now, my understanding here in the last hour is that's getting cleared away, but you still have a lot of fallout of unshipped beans not making it to the ports, and that's probably going to continue for the next few days. So you've got a lot of supportive news out there, and I think I'll go back to the other issue, and that is the crude oil market. We're standing up here up another 1% near the weekly highs uh, after some really good inflationary numbers came out. It's also sunk the dollar and brought the gold up. You don't have a lot of reasons to go lower in these markets today. No question about that. But can you gain back what you lost from the report time period? Well, the last couple of trading sessions, we lost 60 cents in soybeans, 35 cents in corn. It stands to reason that maybe an upside correction would happen, given what you've just said about the dollar being lower and the crude oil higher. Well, and you've got 19% of the corn silking as of Monday. You're probably going to jump that into the 30s coming up this next Monday and you're probably going to see crop conditions go down even more, and you're going to probably see the U.S. go from 9% the corn belt in the drought to maybe 10 or 12% in the drought. So why isn't the trade factoring that in? And again, I'd lay that back at the feet of this USDA report. The wheat trade in Minneapolis is trying uh, to at least hold up uh, at this hour. Uh, again, uh, does it still stand some upside potential given the fact that we lost ground and maybe took out a weather premium? I'm glad you brought that up, Dewey, because I really think wheat's still the leader. And that's one thing that hasn't changed since the report came out. Before the report, wheat needs to lead the market. After the report, the wheat needs to lead the market. We're either like 2010 where we're just correcting and we're back up going into the middle of the month, or we're like 2015 where we've made a high. So we should know that by the 15th of the month. And if we're hot and dry, that corn market should be supporting a second move up in the wheat. So next week, all eyes are on the wheat for me. Thanks, Mike. You can get a free two-week trial subscription to Mike's newsletter. Go find out more at globalanalytics.biz. That's globalanalytics.biz or call Mike Zuzalo Global Commodity Analytics, 866-471-2588. Dewey Nelson reporting.